you are awful, but I like you. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie has made it to rage. The biggest gaming expo in Africa. Well, they keep saying that. I haven't fact-checked it. So I think it could be the biggest gaming expo in South Africa, for sure. Or it could be the only gaming expo. Or it could be the only expo in Africa. We're We're not really too sure on the particulars, but it's big. There's lots of people here. It's loud. Um, yeah. There's so many women here, and I think that's a big thing because everyone says that like gaming's not um, welcoming to women, and yet. And yet, I see lots and lots of women, and lots of scantily clad women. I see good-looking women everywhere. Yeah, it's quite cool, actually. And good-looking men, which I find, you know, there's always a stereotype that a gamer is that big fat slob who sits in the house in the dark, and yet I, I can pick and choose. From a, a variety Ten, of tens of men here that you tens of men. <laughs> so we're gonna walk around at Rage. Yes, we are. We're, we're gonna. We're actually not sure what we're gonna do. We're just gonna wing it. Yeah, I think we're gonna walk around. I've seen everything yesterday, so I have a fair grasp of like what's here. So I'll try and show you the cool stuff. You can tell me that I'm an idiot and it's not that cool. And um, yeah. I'm quite keen to, to find some girl gamers and also just have a chat today. I'm also keen to show you some of the local guys who are making games, because that's quite nice. And then maybe we can find a booth babe in between and get her feelings on being a booth babe. I know exactly where to go for that. So Zoe and I have been missioning around Rage. I found you a lady who is dressed up to promote a product. That's a booth babe, isn't it? So you're a booth babe, I suppose so. So do you want to tell us your name and who you are and what you're doing here at Rage? Um, my name's Claire. I'm promoting for MSI today, just handing out free gifts, trying to get people to come to the stand. As a matter of interest, do you have any interest in gaming or do you just do promotions to make a bit of extra cash to get yourself through school? To be honest, it is for the promotions and for the money, but I do have a gaming boyfriend, so I do know more than what the average girl would know about gaming and computers. What does the average girl know about gaming? Well, from my perspective, absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's a computer and it's a screen and you play games on it. Is your boyfriend good looking? He is. So he doesn't fit the stereotypical gamer? Not at all. He's When I first met him, I had no idea he was a gamer. Ooh, a top secret gamer <laughs> and a, a stealth gamer, you see. <laughs> As a matter of interest, do you feel that there's a big, there's a lot of talk and controversy around booth babes, and that they're, they're offensive to women, that they that they sort of make women feel less than what they are? It's objectification and using women to sell a product that they shouldn't be used to sell. Blah 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 blah. You know, is that something that you do you feel objectified, or are you kind of comfy with it? Is that what you signed up for when you went into promo kind of stuff? Uh, personally, I don't feel objectified by it. I do it because of the money. If I don't feel comfortable wearing something or promoting what I do, I don't do it. So I just leave straight away. So I suppose it does depend on who the person is. But obviously there's going to be stereotypes about it. People don't like it. But then you do get guys who promote alcohol and other things as well. So it's not just for girls only. It's to make extra cash. And have you ever felt sort of like that, that you're using your body to, to sell stuff or do you feel pretty like comfortable, you've never felt like that it makes you feel stupid, that maybe you're doing this or people think you're stupid because you're using your body to sell a product? Not at all. I mean, as I said, I'll only ever wear something that I'm comfortable wearing. If I don't feel comfortable, I'll tell the person, change it. Otherwise, yeah, I don't feel uncomfortable at all. Just use my personality and try and get people to market the products. 
sounds good to me. So will you be doing more of these gaming expos, do you think? I'm hoping so. I mean, as if I can get some jobs, then I definitely will be. I'm Ryan from the Attraction Academy. We're the leading attraction development and dating training facility in Africa. And what we do is we teach guys the tools and techniques to meet women, strike up conversations, and build long-lasting relationships. So some guys are looking for more the casual type of relationship. We assist with that as well. But it's mainly for the guys that are really looking to meet women, get into relationships, whether they want to get married, whether they want to go on more dates, whatever it is they're looking for. We pretty much cover all of that. So does that mean you're a pickup artist? A pickup artist. Well, that's one way of kind of putting it. Um, we do teach some kind of uh, techniques and theory from the PUA world, but it goes into much more detail. So it's not just superficial techniques. Uh, we also teach the art of conversation. There are in-depth conversational skills. We teach the art of body language. Uh, we teach people how to build commonalities, how to build comfort. These are skills that are not only limited to transforming your life with women, but these are skills that guys can also use in all other areas of their lives to improve their business acumen, to make more money, to save money, to close deals with CEOs, to expand their social circles, to make more friends, to improve relationships. So the skills that we teach really do stretch out into all other areas of their lives. Why, why did you decide to have a standard rage? Good question. Um, we felt that it's predominantly guys that are very into their gaming and guys that are very into their gaming tend to be slightly more socially withdrawn which means that they're not as out there as most other guys and potentially need some kind of assistance or guidance in meeting the woman of their dreams because otherwise they might wake up at the age of 30, 35 and go fuck I've wasted all of this time and now here I am single. So, Do you play games? No, I don't believe in playing games. Everything we teach is with the utmost integrity. I mean video games. Oh, you mean, I thought you meant games. Yeah. Do I play games? I do, I'm a FIFA fan. I like uh, FIFA. FIFA's my favorite favorite. I also play a bit of Gears of War, um, Army of Two. So uh, I'm not a game fanatic, but I, enjoy, I do enjoy games here and there. Cool, so like if you were wanting to give advice to gamers who maybe play games with other women or something like that, what would be the first way of kind of building that online relationship into something more? Um, you know, the first step is if they're speaking to them over these gaming platforms, the key is to move it over to a different, more text-based platform. That's the first piece of advice. You know, don't keep it on the gaming platform. Move it over to Facebook or to WhatsApp and start conversing on that level. And the key is, and this is the biggest challenge for gamers, I think, when it comes to meeting women, is we call it cyberspace versus face-to-face. -face. Because game, gamers like to stay or remain in cyberspace because it's a lot easier, it's within their shells, within their comfort zone, the problem with that is relationships never flourish and develop in cyberspace. So there's a certain point where you actually need to get out of your comfort zone and actually meet them face to face in order for something to develop and progress. Now what about the female gamers? I mean some of them are quite shy as well. Do you guys offer anything for women who maybe want to also attract men to them? Um, it's a good question and we've had that question hundreds of times. We are developing a female masterclass. It is a lot more tricky and complicated than a male masterclass because females it's not the norm, social norm and expectations for females to go and approach guys. So it is a little bit more tricky but we are working on that. However, in the masterclass that we teach males, 70% of the techniques and underground secrets that we teach males will apply to females as well. 
as a matter of interest, you say that you teach the art of conversation. Yes. And, and we spoke about taking things off cyberspace. Yes. Yet your entire business model is based on CDs and online. No, it's not. We offer a masterclass, which is not online. Okay. Um, a masterclass where they come through to a seminar. It's a full weekend workshop, a total of 14 hours of training where we teach them everything they need to know from beginning to end of how to approach women, how to converse, uh, how to set up dates, how to close, how to get numbers, how to develop attraction uh, and so on. So it really is in depth. After that we also take them out into what we call a boot camp which is infield training where we actually take them out to bars and clubs, the social environment and actually train them out there while we, so we actually see them, they go into sets, they start approaching women and we give them on-the-fly guidance and feedback as to where they're going right, where they're going wrong, what they need to work on. Do you think that this is, I mean, are you teaching the men to be themselves, more of themselves? Or are you saying more like this is what they need to do to actually talk to women? All women that are, should I say, women that hook up with guys, whether they hook up with guys, they end up dating guys, they end up sleeping with guys, these guys are all using these techniques, either consciously or unconsciously, okay? We call them naturals. Guys that are just naturally good with girls. They've never studied this, they don't necessarily know what they're doing. If you had to ask them, they won't be able to tell you because they don't know. Um, but we've dissected all of that pretty much, and we then teach guys who need the assistance who are not naturals. So ultimately, is this ethically right? Is it wrong? Is it who you are? The answer is absolutely. It is who you are. It's becoming the best version of yourself. This is not about changing yourself. We don't teach guys to pick up lines, we don't believe in picking lines. Um, and ultimately we teach guys to be the best versions of themselves. And we equip them with certain skills and techniques that will literally transform their life with women and increase their overall confidence. So it's pretty much like getting good at any sport. If you want to be a good uh, guitarist, you're going to go to a guitar teacher. If you want to become nice, big and built, you're going to go to a personal trainer. If you want to become good with women, you come to the Attraction Academy. It's the same thing. As a matter of interest, before we started this podcast, you were very concerned that we were speaking to women. Why are you concerned about broadcasting what you do to women? We're very concerned about. Sorry. So when, before we started this podcast, you, you kept asking me about whether this was primarily going out to oh. women. Would you have changed your sales pitch depending on who the audience was? No, it just wouldn't have been worth our while because our market is not women, our market is males, young single males aged 18 to 35. That's our main market. So if it's going out to females, it's pointless for us. You don't think it's because you know that this is rather offensive? No, it's not offensive at all. We have a lot of females that actually promote this, that advise us. You know, it's very easy to just pipe up and say it's very offensive. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, when you see guys that come on our course, they come up to us afterwards and say thank you so much because I approached more women in this one weekend than I have in my entire life, I think you'll question that uh, comment. Before we started recording, you were busy selling your, your product to a man, and you you overheard the the, the comments about sex. Do, do you want to give those to us? Well, I mean, like you you said to him that you know you just over, like will sometimes hook up with women, and you know sometimes you could take them out and go on dates, and sometimes they just come to your house and you have sex with them. And so. is, is that not offensive? I mean, basically, what you're selling is, hey guys, we'll give you these te techniques, and women will pretty much throw their panties at you, and you can have as much sex as you want. I mean, that's what you're selling to so guys who are probably coming to you desperately they can't communicate with women. Right. Girls, guys and girls want different things. OK? 
okay? There's some guys who are looking for relationships. There's some guys that are looking for just kind of more casual type relationships. And at the end of the day, all right, we are not afraid to say that one of the things that is involved in what we teach is yes, guys to get more sexual interactions, all right? We're not ashamed saying that. Um, however, everything that we teach is of the utmost integrity, and I'm gonna say that again. We, are not, we don't believe in gaming women, messing them over, screwing them over, manipulating them. This has nothing to do with it. But you do believe that gaming boys can't communicate with women, and that the majority of gamers are men, when 70% of the audience here today is female? No, 70% of the audience is not female yet. Majority males. Well, the numbers say otherwise. The numbers of people who actually walk through this door are female. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, we've seen a lot of guys walk past our stand, and that's why we're here. Thanks. Thanks. So just, <laughs> just so you know, Sam just put the, the mic in my mouth, and so I have to just start talking. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, he stole my laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are at Stasis, uh, the released out in the wild yes. indie made by one man game. Uh, so it's a massive Chris, success and uh, it will be a massive success. So, yeah. yeah, well, there we go. So <laughs> I like to make fun of Chris because he made a million rand on Kickstarter. And one and he, a half million. Oh, oh. But oh, I correct you there. One and a half million rand on Kickstarter. Made all the money in the world, made a game, released the game. How's it going? How's Rage going for you? It's really good. I mean, the fact we've actually released a game, I think it's amazing. And the fact it was only a year late is also kind of like a, a record for Kickstarter. Um, no, it's been really, really good. The game was released a month ago. Uh, we've got an 86 on Metacritic right now, which is pretty damn good for a, especially for a small little indie game that no one had ever really heard of. Um, no, it's, um, it's been going very, very well. I'm quite, quite happy with it. Yeah. Cool. Now, because we're both women, we're going to ask you a question about women, because that's what we do. Um, I clearly know a lot about women. Obviously, because you're a gamer and yeah. male, and so you must know everything about women. That's right. Um, that was offensive. Are you offended now? I'm offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, cool. So, what do you think should be happening locally to get more women to make games? Because you've made a game, and it's red. Why aren't more women making games, and what should we do? To be honest, like, I don't think it's a case of women not making games. I think what it is is a case of the game development community is not going to communities where women are already established as visual artists, as programmers, as things. I mean, there's a massive amount of women that are in graphic design and are in sort of like the architectural industry and everything that have very, very good technical knowledge. And I think to get women involved in gaming, go to those places, go to where you can actually get people that are doing graphic design and teach them about game development and pull them in that way. Now you say that and everyone goes like, oh, but women are graphic designers, but they don't know programming, so they can't make a game. You, do you know anything about programming? I actually know nothing about programming. I started Stasis, I'm just an artist. I taught myself programming just to literally make Stasis. So it can be done. And especially with something like gaming, it's such a collaborative environment for people to actually work on. So you're gonna get artists who don't know about programming, you're gonna get programmers who don't know about art. And to actually get those people coming together in established industries is the way to actually grow the industry and push it forward. If you want to find more art about Stasis, you can go to www.stasisgame.com. Sounds good to me. Yes. Otherwise, follow him on Twitter because he's really fun. And I post pictures when we meet of the Nutella donuts that he buys me with his Kickstarter money, and it's amazing. That's basically what I spent the Kickstarter budget on, was Nutella donuts and bribing the press for things. Will you marry me? 
So we're now at the Assassin's Creed Syndicate stand, but something cool is happening. Something cool is happening, but we can't even see it. Damn it. What have we done? So you're a big fan of this I'm game. I'm a huge fan of this game. Like, I love Assassin's Creed in general. Last year's was a bit crappy, um, but this year's looks amazing. And you get to play as a woman, which is rad. So have you played it yet? Have you yes, had I a have. chance? I, I got a chance at E3. Yeah! And um, I'm actually, I haven't played this demo yet, but I'm so keen for this game. Like, I'm really, really enjoying it. They've added all new stealth stuff, new ways to kill people, which is honestly all the, the only reason I play. It's like, hide in a place, kill everyone, and now I get to do it as a woman. The screaming in the background is people excited about this game. So, when you play as a woman, do, is there any sort of things that, that you can't do that the male character can do? Is the way that they've done it is, um, it, so you play as a set of twins, so you can choose as the to play as the male or the female character. So what's nice is they've made it that all the skills are open to both characters, but that Evie, the, the female character, is a bit better at the stealth side of things. So she has more distraction darts, she has more throwing knives, which awesome I want to learn to throw knives um, whereas Jacob he's like more of a brawler so he has like the knuckle dusters and stuff and he can like punch everyone to death um, which works though because let's be honest a female is, is not going to be brute strength she's always going to be smaller than, than a typical male and that is not me being sexist that is honestly that is just physiology we are going to be smaller than the average male unless she's really really built um, but I mean it, it works really well in the gameplay and she's got and what's nice is it depends on the type of player as well. So if you're the type of player who wants to go in guns blazing, punch everyone, you play as Jacob, you're going to be happy. But if you're the type of player who prefers taking on a stealth role, you'll play as Evie and be happy. So it's accommodating different types of gamers, but also representing both sides of the gender divide. I love that they have a female character. So do I. I'm so keen for this. I'm going to play as Evie the whole time. So we're still at Rage, but Zoe has decided that her pregnancy hormones require that she goes and takes a nap. So I'm rolling on this one solo. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Hamish. I work on the, uh, on the division as a community developer. So, so explain to someone who knows nothing about gaming. Community Not, developer, what is that? Yeah, so that's kind of pretty broad, right? So I, I have the pleasure of being able to talk to everyone who's a fan of the game and tell them as much as I can. Um, but also work both ways. So I like to talk to the people, find out more about the game, well, and take their stuff back to the developers so they can find out what the community's thinking and, and kind of give that feedback and get that loop happening. Isn't that quite a tough job, though? Because I know, I, well, I can imagine that developers are, are pretty sensitive about their product. The audience can be pretty harsh, and now you've got to try and play go-between. Sure, well, criticism's always warrant, like, it's always welcome, right? Because that's how we learn and make a better product. So I think it's really important. So tell us a little bit about The Division. The Division? How much do you know? So I know that it starts on Black Friday. Shopping. Big fan. Okay. Here you go. Well, that, that's kind of where it all starts, right? So someone has put viruses on a banknote, um, on banknotes in New York City on Black Friday. And The Division starts two weeks after that. So we find uh, the city kind of in a bit of a... A bit of a rough place, right? So all the systems have broken down. Um, the city's not operating as it should. Everyone's kind of freaking out, and it's pretty barren, and things things aren't going well, right? So you were activated as an agent of the, the division to kind of take back New York and make sure that things don't get any worse. 
right? So it's not post-apocalyptic, it's, there's still hope. So we call it a mid-crisis situation. Now one of the cool things is that you can play as a woman and a female character in the game. Yeah. Does the female character have any sort of downsides as compared to the men? Is, is there a little bit of a difference or is it pretty much equal playing field no matter which one you choose? No, it's just a binary decision. You can just choose if you want to be a man or a woman. It's, it's completely up to you. That's rad. So obviously the reason I was asking you that question, I was trying to lead you down a garden path. Uh -huh. um, there's a lot of sort of backwards and forwards about women and representation in games. So I think it's quite cool that you're letting, that there's a female character you can choose to play. You're not necessarily having to play the male. Even though you're shooting, you've got to pair up and it is a typically male environment. Yeah, well it's just completely up to the players. We want to make sure that people have a choice um, throughout the game. So it's, it's just one of the decisions that they can make. Now, obviously, doing the, the community side, what's the feedback been to the game so far? Really great. So I've, a chance, I've had a chance to come to the, quite a few of these things, and people have been playing the game, like the Dark Zone, and kind of getting a bit of a feel for what's been happening. And everyone's come out, and they've been, like, really stoked. Like, and I love watching people play it as, like, and get real hyped up about it, because it's just so rewarding to see them, like, get it. Like, with the moment when they, they click and they, they understand what they should be doing and, and what's going on is really, really cool, because, like, people get really vocal as well, like, down on the floor. It's really awesome. What made you decide to get into a career in gaming? I, to be honest, I didn't think it was a reality. I, um, back in New Zealand, it was never a, something that I'd even thought about. Um, but I've always been such a huge gamer. But for some reason, and I don't know why, it never occurred to me that people actually make games. Um, and then I was, I did some other things after school. I studied music, and and then I was like. Oh, one day I figured out that people made games, and I knew some people who were doing that type of stuff, and I, that was that's, that was the dream for me. So I, I, I kept going in that direction. It, it took a while, but yeah. So you've obviously had a chance to play the division. Yeah. What, what's the standout feature of this game? So if, if we were convincing someone to go and buy a game, and they could only buy one, why should they be buying the division? Because. It's this awesome RPG system, which is like a huge thing for me. Like I love games that have things for me to find and consistently get better. Um, I yeah, I'm, I'm crazy about loot. So as you like play through the game, you'll have the chance to like find better weapons, better gear, and like customize it however you want. And I, I just love that feeling of getting more powerful. I think that's really cool. So one of the things that I think is quite cool about the division as well is you can play in groups. You can literally stab someone in the back if you want. There's a little bit of a human interaction element going on as well. Yeah, the human element that we've allowed to kind of take shape in the dark zone is is really tense and ambiguous. And I think it's really cool because you get the chance to uh, you know come across that situation where you're not sure who to trust. Um, and likewise, you could uh, really make strong like friendships and trust people implicitly with um, being in your group. So it's it's kind of up to the players. And that's it, the whole risk-reward type system, which I think is really cool. Do you see a lot more of that, though, with people wanting they want a little bit more, they want more of that real-life element where they have to deal with people as well as sort of a threat? Is that something that you're seeing coming out more and more from the community wanting that? Totally. It's, it's something that like is really cool because the, the demo that we have here is um, centered around the Dark Zone experience. And I think I, one of the coolest things about having that experience for people is that since humans are so complex that like the, the possibilities of the gameplay become li basically limitless because you never know how someone's going to react. Um, it's, it's just a really cool experience to be able to really question someone and, and not know what's going to happen. So I think it's awesome. So Zoe has now returned from her nap. Yes, I have. What? I'm pregnant. I'm allowed to. I'm sleeping for two. Does that count? You left me with the community developer to talk about a game I haven't played yet. But did you get in to play the game? 
uh, after he had spoken to me about the game. Yay! It's a game I'm keen for as well, so that's always something. That was one of the things he said that the, the response locally has been really good. Yeah. No, I think people are keen. I think it's it's got enough of the multiplayer stuff that people want without so much that people are like, ugh, I don't have enough friends to play this. So you can play it as a lone wolf, you can play it with friends. I think it's going to do well locally. So, so let's recap our rage experience. So I, I like the fact that we went completely Zoe's world. Did you? Time. Do you feel like you've entered my world? It's all, it was all about the gaming. It was. Well, and there was some tech. There was some. There was a lot of tech this year at Rage, but nothing that we hadn't seen before. I saw the tech, but from a podcast point of view, we specifically focused on the gaming, which I thought was fun. It was fun. So, so let's recap booth babes how do we feel about booth babes i honestly don't mind them like i think there are sometimes when they're a bit too overt and you go like this is just gross but i mean the msi girl today she was in a decent dress and like yes she's pretty yes i'm sure there were guys who went up to talk to her just because she was pretty but you know what that's what that's what promo is for anything well according to the attraction academy <laughs> oh, no one, no one would be talking to her tonight they don't know how to talk to her they, talk to women. they would just stutter and stumble into her and then walk away or something Thing. Interestingly enough, with regards to her dress, she had sleeves. Did she? I thought it was like a one strap thing. Oh, it was. I only saw the one side. I apologize. It was a one strap, but there was no real cleavage because no. it was a it was an off the shoulder dress. Yeah. And it wasn't too short. No, it was. I mean, it was fine. It was typical promo fair. I've seen the same in pick and pay for freaking deodorant. I thought that the the Asus promo girls in in the, in the skin tight leotards. Mm. Do you know I heard by the grapevine that those ladies cost fifty grand for, for the for the rate for the duration of rage. Wow. So, I could use fifty grand. So I feel like if we hate on booth babes, like they're, they're, they're clearly making. They're obviously doing well. Exactly. They're obviously making money, which is cool for them. And I mean, if that's what they want to do with their bodies, then more power to them. I couldn't pull it off. You couldn't put me in that leotard at the moment. I've always said that if I if I could, if I had the body for it, I'd do it. Yeah. And I mean, they also had those girls in like little schoolgirl outfits and stuff running around. I mean, like, yes, it's cliche. Yes, sex sells, blah, blah, blah. Like, it doesn't bother me. It didn't feel overt. And it didn't feel like the most offensive thing I thought of all of Rage was the Attraction Academy, not the pickup, not the... I'm still the horrified, but that whole experience has <laughs> left such a... a I feel dirty. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like it was offensive to women because it just made us seem like we're really stupid and you can throw a few lines at us and we'll be having sex. But he doesn't you. do pickup lines, didn't you realize? Ugh. He just occasionally phones women and they come over to his house and have sex. It was offensive to women, but then I thought it was really offensive to gamers. I thought that's my Male biggest gamers, thing. Especially, I thought that this this idea. And that was why I, I went to the professional gamers who are gorgeous. They are. Some of them are really, really good looking I and used, really nice. I used the Attraction Academy. Maybe I'm just as bad as these guys because I used the Attraction Academy as an excuse to go take photos. Of you are just gamers. as bad. You, you. I didn't charge the gamers. Are for you the objectifying them? I'm you objectifying made them into booth babes. I've realized ladies everywhere. If you want to find a guy that'll look after you because he'll be at home playing games, not out yeah. drinking. Gorgeous to look at. Obviously, has to make a certain amount of money to be able to afford gaming. So not to be a gold so, digger, but just so putting, honest, putting it out there. Good, like good, probably good education, good income. Is is happy to be at home playing games as opposed to going. I mean, he goes out, but he'll he'll be more likely to, to be, be at around. home. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. And despite what the people at the Attraction Academy will tell you, I had conversations with five of them today. Did what? you make a connection? Did you make a what valuable connection? Awesome guys. Yeah. 
I'm going husband shopping next year at Rage. There we go. At the DGL. At, at the, the, DGL. the competitive gamers, because those guys are really nice. Well, well played, Tom. Yeah. Yes, well, played. well done. Yeah, so I think Rage was nice this year. I mean, it was good to see everyone. It's always nice to meet up, and it's a good excuse to play games, see our community members, and and just hang out and have a nice weekend together. And let's focus specifically on the women in. There were so, so many women. So many. So many women. And so many women in cosplay, but also women just normal women there with their partners, there alone, didn't matter, with a group of friends, tons of people really having a good time. Do you know what I loved as well is how many teenage girls I saw in groups. I think that's cool because it means girls as groups are getting involved in gaming and they're coming with their friends. Yes, definitely. I think that we're seeing the rise of, of women in gaming not being shy to go to rage not like needing to go with you know their male counterparts they're just going and being proud gamers and proud geeks and it's really rad probably picking up professional gamers probably and and also making really cool stuff I saw a lot of women selling like hoodies and jewelry and plushies so obviously they're also making money off of all the gamers there fantastic so I think that it was a good rage it was a very fun rage very very fun rage now let's go drink beer well, I can't, but I will drink non-alcoholic beer. Yay! Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at TechGirlZA, or you can check out the blog, TechGirl.co.za. And if you're a Snapchat fan, I am SamW22. And you can find me at Moonstormer. You can follow LazyGamer.net. Uh, we're on everything as well. So if you search for lazy, LazyGamer.net on your favorite social media, you'll find us. Otherwise, you can find me personally at Moonstormer. And I've got my mommy blog, Born Geek, so you can follow me there as well. And never forget, the cake is a lie.